It's Robin Marshall, America's number one sugar mom. I thought today that I would have a little bit of fun with you in a different kind of way. And this is all preceded by a phone call that I was on with one of my claim adjusters with my medical insurance company. So you know that she had to know what she was talking about. She was obviously white to me, educated, smart enough to handle this problem. And then she said to me as we were about to hang up, if there's any problem at all, you can outreach me at this number. And I said to myself, outreach her? Like, I've never heard that term before. I guess she meant reach out. Well, then she said it again. Okay, do you understand? I want to make sure you have the number in case you'd like to outreach me. (laughs) It took everything in my power to keep my mouth shut and let it go. And then, of course, I did what any normal person would do, is I Googled it to see if maybe it's a new term that I just don't know of. I like new things. And there is no such word. And so I found it used in a sentence like she said. That's the first time. Have you ever heard anybody say that? You can outreach me whenever you'd like. Don't you feel it should be, you can reach out, I'm here, hey, whatever you need. Well, that inspired me to go to the Urban Dictionary. And I'm just going to take one letter at a time and find one word just randomly. I'm going to pick like the first letter of the alphabet, the first word that comes up, and I'm going to discuss it with you, tell you the definition, and see if there's any correlation between what the word sounds like and what the action or noun is. Cool? All right. Now, remember, I'm going to click on the letter and I'm going to take the first A word and so on throughout the alphabet, unless I get too tired and I don't want to go all the way to Z. So this is absolutely a random search or find. The letter A in the Urban Dictionary, the first thing that comes up is Alaskan Fire Dragon. Alaskan Fire Dragon. See, they even tell you how to pronounce it. And he pretty much scared the hell out of me, too. And here's the definition. Of course, this is the first one I would pick. Okay, when a man is just about to ejaculate while receiving oral sex, he pushes down the woman's head. Oh, please. How did I pick this? I swear to you, if you go to the Urban Dictionary online and you click A, this is the first one that comes up. This is not a setup leans in and says something shocking to her, like, I have herpes. The woman will choke and try to pull back. The man then ejaculates into the back of her throat while she's choking, forcing the semen through her nostrils. I'm going to throw up here. This is similar to laughing while drinking milk. Who the hell would do something like that to a woman? And Why would that woman stick around long enough to have a term named after what she did? Man, if that came out my nose, I would shoot it all over him. Disgusting. Let's hope B is better. Okay. Brother Joe. I guess we can't hear this one. But the definition is a person who is devoid of talent or charm and therefore must rely on a close family member, usually a younger brother, to provide them with sustenance, shelter, and attention. 
And then they use an example. Wow, I didn't realize until recently what a brother Joe I've become. It's time to get my life together and stop being such a loser. I'd say it this way. It's time to get your life together, brother, and stop being such a loser. Stop leaning on somebody else just because you're too lazy. They have to come up with a term, brother Joe. Moving to the letter C. This should be interesting. Cartosin. The act of giving up on both physical and mental growth. How do you give up on physical growth? Here's an example. Bobby's been going through a lot lately. His girlfriend dumped him and he just lost his job. He's decided to cartosin the rest of the year and see what happens in the new year. So, in other words, this means that you just give up on life and just sit there like a lazy ass and wait for things to come to you instead of stepping up to the plate. Just because somebody dumped you. Who comes up with these words? And better yet, how do they meet these kind of people? D. Dirty Sanchez. Mm hmm. There, we can hear this one. Dirty Sanchez. <laughs> Did you hear that? And the meaning is you guys are wrong. It's when a man and a woman engage in anal sex. Then the man takes his penis and rubs it on the girl's upper lip, leaving a mustache. Oh, my God. I think I've made a mistake. <sighs> okay. I'll go a few more letters because I said I would, but I'm not real happy right now. E. Emo. Here's the little sound bite. Emo. Genre of softcore punk music that integrates unenthusiastic, melodramatic 17-year-olds, <laughs> my kind of kid, who don't smile, high-pitched, overwrought lyrics and inaudible guitar riffs with tight wool sweaters, tighter jeans, itchy scarves, even in the summer. Right now, I feel like clawing at my neck just reading this. Ripped chucks with favorite band's signature. Black square-rimmed glasses. Doesn't this sound like, what were those guys named with the cones on their heads? It'll come to me in a minute. And ebony, greasy, unwashed hair that's required to cover at least three-fifths of their face right there, I'd lose it, at an angle. Number one, anything tight around my neck, I want to kill myself. If I see a girl walking or a boy coming near me with hair in their face, I stop and tell them, could you just get the hair out of your face? It makes me nuts. The same with kids that walk and shuffle their feet. I'll stop. You know, it's just the mother in me. And I'll say, could you please pick up your feet? But somebody that is an emo and they can do this to themselves and consider that music, high-pitched, inaudible guitar rips, listening to that being unenthusiastic? I'd be unenthusiastic too. I'd be running for the hills. But there you go. That's your definition of emo. And that's something that I could deal a little better with than these other things I've fallen upon. Here comes the letter F. I can't say this one. Of course, F. How does it go to F U? You know, that's the first one that pops up. I'm going to skip that. I'm going to go to fleek. I don't know what fleek is. And here's what it sounds like. Ooh, girl, you on fleek. <laughs> I should hire him for voiceovers. Oh, okay. It's to shit on one's education 
and pull shit out of their ass and call them words. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, wait a second. I have to say that again because I'm trying to understand it. To shit on one's education, in other words, to not work, right? If I'm comprehending correctly, and pull shit out of their ass. So in other words, you're pretending to know what you're talking about and then call them words. Your guess is as good as mine. Let's go to G. Great. Gate rape. You will not believe the meaning of this term. You ready? The TSA airport screening procedure. Never in a million years would I have thought that's what they call it. These younger kids or whoever they are. And an example was my sister got gate raped at LAX. Seriously, those people are there to protect us. And if you look like you have something to hide, I'd suggest they gate rape you. How's that? And I know every once in a while it's unnecessarily done. I've had it done to myself because I have two metal plates in my hips. And try explaining that to somebody with no personality that is a gate raper. <laughs> Moving on to letter H. This is just getting better. Hipster. Okay, we can hear hipster. Hipster. Man, you said it so dirty. Now, this is a long one, and I'm not going to read the whole thing. I'm just going to try and get to the crux of this. Hipsters are a subculture of men and women, typically in their 20s and 30s, that value independent thinking, counterculture, progressive politics, and appreciation of art and indie rock. I mean, they sound like millennials. Creativity, intelligence, and witty banter. Well, you know what? I think that word was in our parents' vocabularies when we were teens. I could remember my mom saying, oh, she thinks she's such a hipster <laughs> with the hand on the hip. You know, your mom must have said the same thing. Moving on to the letter I. I'm a let you finish. Oh, that is hysterical. It's an obnoxious way to interrupt someone and steal their moment while wryly mocking that media train wreck that is Kanye West. I'm going to let you finish. <laughs> it's based on his instantly infamous interruption of Taylor Swift's acceptance speech, remember, at the 2009 MTV Awards when she won the award for Best Female Video and he shouted out to Beyonce? Here's an example. Bob, thank you, Mr. Brown, for having us in to give this sales presentation. We'd like to talk to you today about... And Alfred says, Bob, I'm really happy for you, and I'm going to let you finish. But I just got to say, our product is one of the best products there is. So you see the obnoxious cutting off and the indirect way of taking the floor. Okay, that's pretty good. It's sad that Kanye West is known for that, but he made his bed. I'd just like to break for a second and ask you, if you're listening to this on Audioboom or iTunes, Please leave a comment. Let me know you're there. If you'd like, leave a review. I would really appreciate that. Or click some stars. Five would be great. I'm Robin Marshall, Sugar Mom. Continuing on. J. John Holub. Okay, it's a big, fat, booger-eating retard who is really so far beneath everyone else, but he's so delusional 
that he thinks he's better than everyone and that everyone is jealous of him. First of all, I don't think I've ever said the word booger in my life. And secondly, I have never called anyone a retard. It is horrible. What a horribly slanderous thing to say when there are people out there that really are mentally and physically handicapped. What's the point in using that word that really belongs to somebody with a problem? It's terrible. So I apologize for using it in this podcast. And here's an example of how it's used in a sentence. Andrew McDaniel is such a John Holub because he is so annoying. I really would love to meet the people that come up with this. I'm not kidding. I would just like to see what they look like, how they dress, what their stance is, what they do for a living. I'd like to know all of that. K. Compla. It's something that makes your life harder when someone without reason objects to assist you, although he can. Let me say that again. It's something that makes your life harder when someone without reason objects to assist you, although he can. See, I would call that person a schmuck. You know, if you have the ability to be able to help someone that needs help and you look the other way, you are a schmuck. They call it a compla. Example, I was trying to get help from Dimitri, but he said compla. So it's not a noun. It's a, dis- it's a descriptive way of being. And you know what goes with compla? Karma. You'll get yours. The letter L. Now here, the first word that comes up is love. What could they possibly say about love in the Urban Dictionary? First of all, Let's make sure it sounds like I think. Love. That's not exactly the way I would have said it, but okay. Nature's way of tricking people into reproducing. I swear, I can't make this up. What? Didn't love used to mean like a feeling of adoration? This one really has me stumped. Nature's way of tricking people into reproducing. It takes two to tango, and the tango has never been nature. You know what? If you get this one, could you please comment on my podcast page, either on iTunes or Audio Boom? Explain this to me. I just want to hear how she says it one more time. Love. What? That's not what the person just said. Oh, so they have different examples. Love is nothing but a waste of time. And that sounded like it came from a 12-year-old. I'm up to L. My name is Robin Marshall, Sugar Mom. Leave me what you think they're talking about in the comment section on iTunes or Audio Boom. While you're there, if you wouldn't mind, maybe at the end of this podcast, if you like it, leave me a review. Or, you know, click a few stars if you like what I've been talking about over the last few weeks. Also, on every Thursday... My podcast comes out, which is chapters of my book, The Diary of a Sugar Mom, Don't Tell the Kids. And it's a pretty exciting, sexy, stimulating, introspective kind of book that I'm offering for free. And every week I do three to five chapters. It's titillating. How's that for a Scrabble word? Okay, so moving on to the letter M. Somebody's name. Michael. 
actually happens to be my favorite male name ever. And I'm going to play the little audio sound thingy. Michael. Oh, so it sounds just like I would say it. For once, I'm not feeling ancient. A very cool guy who makes everyone laugh. Once you meet him, you'll want to be his friend right away. He's super cute, very good looking, amazing taste in music, clothes, everything. And every girl secretly wishes that he could be her boyfriend. And the sentence they use is, Michael is a very cool person. Which, of course, makes no sense to me, because what if the guy's name is Michael? So, I mean, what do you say? Michael is really Michael? Okay. That one was fairly safe. Moving to N, I'm skipping the first two because I refuse to say the N word. Nerd. One whose IQ exceeds his weight. Lord. That's actually pretty good. I don't like labeling people. That's a big pet peeve of mine. But people do use the word nerd, and sometimes it's not said in a negative sense. It's more like they're so smart. They're nerdy in this particular category. You know, almost like you wish you could be as intelligent as them. So one whose IQ exceeds their weight means you could have 180 IQ and only weigh 120 pounds. It makes sense to me. The letter O. The first word that comes up, orgasm. (laughs) And you know what? It's the shortest definition we've come to yet. Pardon the pun. (laughs) The meaning of life. How about that? Everybody lives to have an orgasm. You go through day by day, week after week, And all you think about is having that release. It's the meaning of life. And I know there are some of us out there that just can't do it. And physiologically, it's been shown that a lot of women can't. And not everybody admits to being able to have one on their own. But the only words of wisdom I can offer are lay back, relax, don't be so nervous. Tell somebody to just let you lay there and not move a muscle while they do whatever they do to you. You just might come along, come around. Don't beat yourself up over it. That's all I'm saying. The letter P, oh my, why, why, why? Pussy. And this is ridiculous. The box a dick comes in. Can I be honest with you? I really don't even understand that. The box a dick comes in. Oh, oh, I read it wrong. (laughs) I just showed my age. (laughs) The box a dick comes in. (laughs) Terrible. Moving on. Q. I can't even pronounce this. I don't even know what it is. It's got to be 20 letters long. Quarty you, let me see here. Quarty you That's as good as I get. Let's see what it sounds like. Ready? Quarty you Easy for you to say, girl. It's a phenomena that happens to a computer's keyboard when a human being is bored to death. <laughs> Example, bored to death in a cube, a human decides to type 
that in. All the keyboard buttons in an orderly way. Oh, from left to right to a search engine to see what comes up. Then finds definitions for it and then adds a new one. That's awesome. I'm going to try that when I'm done talking to you. Start with the Q and go all the way across until you end with M. You do all three rows. That's why I couldn't pronounce it. The letter R, the first word that comes up is rape. A crime. Quite terrible in nature. Thank God we think alike here. Often causes severe psychological damage to the victim. Forced sexual intercourse. Often very violent in more than just a sexual way. You see how certain things bridge generations? Certain things stay the same. And I am so glad that nobody has done any damage to that word. As in making light of it. The word we teach our children to be careful of, to not let themselves get in a situation, be put in any kind of situation where rape can occur. Going to the letter S, and what do you think the first word is? I'll give you a hint. Three letters. Sex. What kind of moron are you that you look up sex in the Urban Dictionary? (laughs) They're right. (laughs) Looking up sex? Seriously, get off now before I turn off the internet. That's the example. Well, the thing is, they didn't know I was doing this as a sort of little game. It's not like I was looking for the word sex. But man, I feel like an idiot right now. The letter T. The first word that comes up is terrorist. Wow. Wow. Now remember, I don't know the person that wrote this. Trying to see if there's a name. Well, there's a code at the end. White people who steal other people's lands and resources and enslave and kill them, mentally and physically. These resources include the arts of civilization and include the nine major areas of people activity. Economics, education, entertainment, labor, law, politics, religion, sex, and war. Terrorist activities include, but are not limited to, the seizure and holding of these lands, and they list countries. These acts are committed by white people claiming to bring religious and social freedom, but actually bringing the exact opposite, slavery, rape, torture, and death. I find it scary that this person considers terrorists from all other countries to be considered as white people. This person is the kind of person that creates wars and stirs the pot. Don't speak out of your ass unless you want your face to be slapped because that's what's going to happen if the wrong person hears what you've just said. Again, I don't like to talk about people as in groups. They're individuals. They can be part of a group, but you can't talk about white people as a genre that includes terrorists. It's the other way around. Terrorists can include all different types of human beings. Some white, some Muslim, some black. It doesn't matter. I just wish people would think before they talk. Moving on to the letter U, and the first thing that comes up is the Urban Dictionary. 
a place formerly used to find out about slang, and now a place that teens with no life use as a burn book to whine about celebrities, their friends, etc., let out their sexual frustrations, show off their racist, sexist, homophobic, anti-religion opinions, troll and babble about things they know nothing about. Point made with the word terrorist. Thank you for explaining that to me. I didn't realize that teenagers were making up the Urban Dictionary. Man, I wish their parents would read some of this stuff. The letter V and the first word is vagina. The best friend a penis will ever have. Oh, my God. Jack inserted his penis into Jill's vagina and both had fun for hours. Couldn't you picture that in a Dick and Jane book? (laughs) We're getting there. W. White people. Here we go. Must be friends with the terrorist person. Single-handedly, the most violent race of human beings throughout the history of mankind. No other race of human beings has killed more people, raped more women, destroyed more cultures, or has stolen as much land as white people. White people are the most hated race of human beings. I'm almost speechless. What goes through the heads of the teens or adults or children that write things such as this and hide behind their computer screens and keyboards and think they can get away with this and do, look, I'm talking about it openly nationwide. This moron wrote this type of thing. This is what you call stirring the pot. This is what you call somebody that is a complete racist. I wonder why racist didn't come up under the letter R first, because his name should have been there. See, this guy. Let me move on before I really piss myself off. The letter X brings us to XD. XD, capital X, capital D, a laughing face. It's better than LOL. Try it. Capital X, capital D, looks like a smiling, laughing face. Awesome. Something light in the Urban Dictionary. The letter Y. YOLO. It's an abbreviation for you only live once. Interesting. The dumbass's excuse for something stupid that they did. Also one of the most annoying abbreviations ever. It's sort of like, it is what it is. I can't stand that. It's so overused. But here's an example. Guy one. Hey, I heard you got that girl pregnant. Dumbass one. Yeah, man, but hey, YOLO. You're kidding me. How about the fact that you were so freaking stupid that you forgot your condom? And number two, she was more stupid than you because she said yes. And three, she was stupid enough to hang out with somebody that talks like that. Next, we finish up with the letter Z. And that's what it is, the letter Z. Z car. The Z car. The 300 ZX. It's the sports car that Nissan Datsun created to set standards among all sports cars. It came, it did, and we love it. There you have it. It's the Urban Dictionary, one letter at a time. If there's anything you'd like to add, maybe there's some crazy cockamamie word or phrase that you know, please just look at your computer, look at your phone screen. If you're listening on iTunes or if you're listening on Audio Boom, send me a comment. Teach me something new. Maybe we'll do it again and I'll pick the second word in each letter. 
<laughs> but also, I would appreciate very much if you'd leave a review if you like the Sugar Mom podcast or click a few stars just to let me know that you're there. And uh, we'll do it again. On Thursdays, I release chapters of my book, The Diary of a Sugar Mom, Don't Tell the Kids. It's a very hot, stimulating, sexy, controversial, mm, titillating would probably be the great word to use, kind of read. It's about a nice-looking mother with multiple children who's left with no money, no job, no husband, and she has to find a way to make a living. And I think you can use your imagination to figure out just what she does. But every Thursday, I release about four to five chapters. And if you've missed from the beginning, you could go very easily to either iTunes or Audioboom and download them and subscribe to Sugar Mom every Thursday. Tuesdays, this is what you get, the crazy side of me. Thank you very much for sitting through this and listening and absorbing. We all learned new words today and new definitions to go with the words. It's Robin Marshall, Sugar Mom. Thanks again. And don't forget, please, whatever platform you're listening on, iTunes, leave me a comment, leave me a review, click a star. It helps me to know what you like and don't like. I would love to hear from you. And I'm being very genuine, and I hope you can recognize that. Thank you again for listening and sharing time with me. It's Robin Marshall, Sugar Mom. A Westwood One podcast production.